The doctor will see you now. Hello, Mr. and Mrs. Bergensteinman. Dr. Rosen-Rosen. How do the test results look, doctor? Well, I'm afraid I have some bad news. It seems the operation wasn't successful, and you still have a high cookie-to-muscle ratio, Mrs. Bergensteinman. If you eat just one more cookie, then your CTMCL will go off the charts. What does that mean, Doctor? Are you saying my wife can't enjoy any more delicious cookies? That's exactly what I'm saying. Just one more cookie of any kind, and her kidneys will erupt cookie dough into her pancreas, causing a chain reaction that will end in exploding vagina. Exploding vagina. That doesn't sound good. Well, I'm afraid it isn't. Now what I'm going to prescribe is that you go home with this box of Thin Mints and Double Stuff Oreos and this entire cookie sandwich pizza cookie sandwich. I want you to set these on your counter but never eat them. Just set them there. You can look at the delicious cookies but never eat them. Never. It's forbidden. And whatever you do, don't talk to snakes. Seems familiar, doesn't it? I'll give you two to one odds of an exploding vagina within 24 hours. Hi, I'm Adam. You might remember me from the Garden of Eden and Genesis with Phil Collins and such movies as The Apple by Canon Films. Let me tell you, I know a thing or two about the ladies putting sweet, yummy goodness into their pie holes, even when they're told not to. Ooh, I want a cookie. Cookie, cookie, cookie. I'll just have one. No one will know. That friendly snake told me it was cool to have some. I'll just have this little guy. Munch, 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 munch. I think we can all see where this is going. Ooh, I don't feel so good. Been there. After my wife ate something she was told not to, I got kicked out of my home, I'm going to die, and now my kids are killing each other. That's such a bummer, dude. You said it. That's why you should get yourself a bottle of... Lady, you can't have that! And keep that forbidden fruit away from those gull darn women. You can't trust these dames. I mean, we let them vote, right? Isn't that good enough? That's really demeaning towards women. I hope you know. I think you owe me an apology. Lady, you can't have that! From Stinker Industries. Hello and welcome to Stinker Madness. I'm your host, Justin. There's Jackie and Sam. Wow, that was the cheesiest intro we could possibly give to any podcast ever in the history of radio. I tried to be as robotic as possible. <laughs> I tried to sound like a game show host. Like I could have even just said pants. Pants. I am pants. And now you will win a pair of pants. Well, I want to say thank you to everybody for listening to Sneaker Madness and enjoying it and subscribing to us on your favorite podcasting platform. Uh, this week, we are doing Jackie's pick of yes. a bad movie. This is The Apple from Canon Films, as seen in such movies as Electric Boogaloo, the wild and told story of Canon Films. That's where I got interested in this movie. I'm, I'm super excited. It looked, based off the clips that I did see, uh-huh. pretty freaking sweet. Well, this is a musical. How how have the musicals worked out for you in the past, Jackie? You know that one Barbara Streisand one that I did, the the Star Is Born. That one you guys just absolutely loved. Is it, would we consider that loved a musical? It. I I thought it was a vanity piece gone awry. 
That's what I think. That's the genre that it falls into. But it's a vanity piece, yeah. Gone awry. But I don't know if that I would consider that a musical. I was thinking more of uh, Xanadu and Can't Stop the Music, were your two previous <laughs> musical choices. Well, you know, there was Sex on a Dumpster. We didn't do that. That was uh, that's uh, that was a streaming do's and don't. That was um, that was Xanadu, right? No, that that's was Skate Town USA. No, it's not Skate Town USA. It's the other one. Roller Boogie. Roller Boogie. Yeah. Oh, damn it. Yeah. So nice try with the Xanadu. Maybe you should stop playing tap tap games. And I'm uh, not playing tap tap games. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> I wish I never bought you that thing. Um. Yeah. So speaking of streaming do's and don'ts this week, we should also mention that uh, the Apple is currently streaming on Amazon prime video uh, i did not know that yeah that's how we're doing that which version is it i should mention the uh 32k well there's version? so there's an 86 minute and a 90 minute version who fucking knows man well i hope it's the 90 minute version so i can drive you guys crazy for an extra four minutes well, yeah that's all the, that's <laughs> the only difference is that there's two of the numbers get cut off in the edited version they're like you know what no one wants to see the whole musical number mm, i'm guessing the longer I would think. Yeah. Anyway, speaking of other streaming do's and don'ts this week, we've got on Netflix, Sam and I continuing the Shaw Brothers filmography, 36 Chamber of Shaolin. Oh, I watched this one. No, you, no, didn't. you didn't. Okay, that's true. I didn't. Screw you guys. I was going to try to hone in on this one. I like this one a lot. It's got Gordon Liu in it. Gordon Liu is one of their main guys. Okay. Uh, he's, I, the, uh, he's the lizard from... Uh, Five Deadly Venoms, in case you... He was also the lead in Eastern... Uh, yes. Heroes uh, of the he, East. Heroes of the East. Yeah. Why are we even talking about this movie, Sam? Because it's awesome? Uh, no, it doesn't stink. It doesn't stink, you're right. This is this the is best pro- made Shaw, uh, Shaw Brothers movie that's ever ex- that I have ever seen. I've Yeah, now here's the thing. Did we watch The Chinese Boxer? Because I don't know if I've watched The Chinese Boxer in so long that... I can't. I don't have a very good barometer for okay. whether it's better or where, not. And your point? Where I think the Chinese boxer might be their okay. best movie. Well, either way, this movie this is, is up there. Very well produced. Yes. Uh, there's no really stupid like what the shit. Oh, dude, that's so dumb and awesome. Uh, it's shot well. It's told well. It's acted well. The music is fantastic. The music is really strong. Uh, thematically fits with everything that you're supposed to feel and see on screen. Is there nudity? No. No, it's a Shaw Brothers movie. Eh. Pass. <laughs> Here's... Uh, my thought is, pass. I didn't like it. I liked I, it a lot. I thought it was a total fucking snooze fest. It was technically perfect. There was no flaws with this film, and I thought it didn't need to have be told at all. I thought it was, I, I thought there was good sequences, and, and the concept was good, but you know what? When I fucking want to tune into a Shaw Brothers movie, I want to see fucking flying ninjas, and guys getting in the face with ninja stars, and men defying physics, and being on fire, and guys with silly costumes and themes. I want to see stupid shit, not like, well, here's our attempt at a good movie. It's if... The fucking WWE said, you know what? This time we're going to pump out a good movie. I don't want to see a good movie from you. I want to see something stupid. Well, Santa is a a Chinese folk hero. It's like Robin Hood, except he was probably real. Yeah, I I didn't like it. I thought it was, uh, I thought it was bleh. I liked it a lot. Yeah. So I'm going to give it a don't. Give it a do. Yeah. I don't think we should even be talking about it on this podcast because it was a well-made movie, but I thought it was totally not interesting. This one's interesting. And totally should be talked about on Sneaker Madness. Also on Netflix, starring one Dolph Lundgren, Hidden Assassin. Is the assassin hidden or is he hidden? No, she's hidden. 
Is she an assassin? Or is she an assassin? And is she, was she the hidden assassin? Because I think oh, I think shit. was I was shopping again. Does for she this like one? you didn't watch this movie? Girls or boys? Uh, well, maybe she just. I likes do golf. have one definitive answer. I think this is the sequel to uh, uh, Beverly Hills Cop Three. No, to uh, this is what happens to that guy from <laughs> Beverly Hills Cop? <laughs> yeah, after Beverly Hills no, Cop Three. I think 3? this is the sequel to uh, Showdown in Little Tokyo because he's the same fucking character. He and just, also, he he loves a woman s- straight. She was a total fucking. She's hey man, if there's a choice or if there's not a choice. She's eating box. That's what her genetic profile is, and he genetic profile. She's a vaginosaur. <laughs> so he shakes the uh, the gay out of her, like the what can't stop the music attempted to do. All you need is a Dolph Lundgren, apparently. I don't know if he shook the gay out of her. If she just likes everybody. Yeah. Well, you know there know. was that one movie that he was in. That is the title is escaping me, but I know you guys will know this. Showdown scene. in Little Tokyo. He's got the big biggest dick you've ever seen on a man. Yep. yep. We were just talking about it like yeah, twice. We, yeah, just now. So yeah, uh, I don't think she's the hidden assassin. I think the hidden assassin. Spoiler alert is uh, the guy from Beverly Hills the Cop Bel- Three. The guy from Beverly Hills Cop. Yeah. One, two, and three. And uh, well, all of the Beverly Hills Cop movies. He's shitty Tackleberry. Yeah. Yeah. I think this is actually the sequel to that. This is Beverly Hills Cop Four colon Showdown in Little Tokyo. Starring Dolph Lundgren from such films as Showdown in Little Tokyo. Emmanuel Six. <laughs> yeah! I like that, too! Yeah. Not quite as sexy. <laughs> Not quite uh... <laughs> as sexy. Yeah, it's the only time Emmanuel gets shot. <laughs> I, I really liked Hidden Assassin. Yeah, a lot. Fun. It was really dumb and moved and had terrible fucking dialogue and incomprehensible storyline like it didn't what? really make any sense by the end of it and flew in the face of conventional filmmaking and thought and thought like wait what that can't happen now the the, the story that means the thing that just happened on the screen means there's no story to this movie at yeah, all you no. had a story and then you shot it right in the fucking face yeah no at four or five times you're like okay wait wait, wait. if that just happens What's this picture about? What am I now watching? And then you think that you're like, okay, maybe it's about this. And then that guy gets shot. Okay. So it's not. A- All right. Hold on now. <laughs> hold on now. What is this movie about? I I loved it. <laughs> yeah, it's it was great. Really, I really dumb. Tell you what it was about. I uh, other than the hidden assassin. I really liked uh, shitty Tackleberry's uh, lines because he's the guy that says the F word on every single line, whether it's like. I should say the F word or not right now. There's children around. You know what? Fuck this shit. Yeah. You got to pull your shit to fucking gather, fucking buddy. Like, just the F word constantly. And he's, I think he's the only one that swears in, throughout the whole movie. No, Dolph Lundgren tries to around him. <laughs> oh, it doesn't that's, work. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's fucked up, I guess. Fucked. Yeah, this fucked. is. You are. Yeah. That is the correct word, right? Fuck. Right, fucked. Yeah. You've said it 10 times now, and I just can't. Seem to say it I like think, you do. I think that sounds right. Yeah, uh, Hidden Assassin is a total do on Netflix. Last but not least, this is a double feature. Jackie, you did watch this one. Oh, yeah. Assassins, starring Sylvester Stallone and Antonio Banderas. I'm going to give this a do. What? <laughs> I okay. liked it. Uh, all right. right. I thought that, uh, you know, I had a pretty decent storyline. Oh. oh. Um, Sylvester Stallone was, again, looking hot so that's huh. that's it you're just you're trying uh, to church and, up the fact antonio banderas though seemed like butthole he did not do a good job in this movie and the leading actress lady was 
Eh. Who was that? Who was that, Jackie? Who was who was the leading, leading actress? actress? She's kind of a big deal. Uh, who? Oh, Julianne Moore. Yeah, Academy Award winning Julianne Moore. All right, fine. I like her too. But Antonia Banderas was a ball sucker in this movie. And I don't know. I, I, I really, really think that Sylvester Stallone is super, super hot. Yeah, I think you, uh, I think you're just liking this movie because there's men that you like in it. Oh my God. Yeah, dude. If he would have just done a helicopter with his wiener in this movie, it would have been perfect. I thought Assassins was awful. Not awful in a good way. Awful is in like, God, I would rather be doing anything else than watching this stupid, fucking boring, not interesting, overacted, cliche, oh, whatever, Hollywood, dude. unimaginative so film. It was apparently the uh, the Wachowskis wanted their name taken off of it, and the guild wouldn't let them do it and receive payment, so they had to leave it on. But it was mostly just a you know shoot shoot fun movie the way they had written it, uh-huh. and. Uh, Donner comes on and he's like, we got to get to the bottom of these characters. Yeah, that's oh, it, that's no, what's don't. wrong with it. Here's what you got on paper. Uh, so we've got a movie and it's going to star Antonio Banderas as a hitman, uh, Sylvester Stallone as a hitman, and they're going to be shooting at each other throughout the whole fucking thing. That is dynamite, dynamite. on fucking paper. We didn't get that. No, we got... We got to the bottom of those characters, though, oh, didn't we, Richard Donner? Oh, those fucking characters. They're, they're lustrous backstory and the pain. And he the didn't. The pain of being a hitman. Oh, it's so... Dude. Dang it. Oh, if only I could get out of this hitman job. He Fuck no, you. No character development needed when it's Sylvester Stallone. Yeah, I don't it, even know... You, the, you know he's what? He's another Chris Evans for me. It just... Even as an old guy... He he's just fucking rocking it. You know, yeah. that's awesome for you and your moist vagina. But here's my fucking oh, problem. It's more than just moist. <laughs> <Yuck. sir. laughs> uh, you know what? I Is like this. Your problem. <laughs> that's a pretty good Antonio Banderas impression. Oh, when he's doing my action. God, that is so what he did in this movie. He's like, screw you. So I- so we asked for uh, Stallone uh, to be fighting a guy throughout an entire movie who's fucking crazy and doing a yeah. fucking crazy thing and it didn't star Antonio Banderas against him. You know who it starred? Was Wesley Snipes and Demolition Man is a goddamn perfect movie. Oh, Demolition Man is a lot of goddamn y- fun. Y- hey, w- we asked for this. Uh, Sylvester Sloan versus a crazy guy. Uh, Well, I think we could do that. I think we could do that. We could do that. It's called De- Demolition Man and they fucking delivered. Yeah, they did alright with that one. Yeah, it's just too bad. Assassin's stinks. Don't watch it. That was uh, I liked it. Do it. Joel Silver used Assassins as he was like because they didn't want to work for him ever again because of it, and he produced The Matrix, and he was like, "Fine, do what you want. You should prove me wrong." And then I guess he did. But then he they proved him right with the next two because those next two ones. Uh, yeah, Matrix Two and Matrix Three are no good. No good. All right, Jackie. That's our streaming do's and don'ts. What have you brought us for a superpower this week? No, hold on. I once again want to uh, radiate the rules because apparently there's been some confusion. Uh, these superpowers that we debate each week on Sneaker Madness is one of the hosts brings in a superpower. It could be a good superpower, a conventional superpower such as super strength or uh, invisibility. Or it could be something just made up out of the air. How it's defined and how it's judged is how the superpower affects your life individually if you had such a superpower it does not apply to how good it looks in comic books or on movies it would just be how does this affect my life whether good or bad okay so my superpower this week 
is when you're on the toilet and you're pooping. <laughs> yeah, I, I do that. You get telepathy. Poop so you, tele- telepathy. <laughs> so- poop telepathy. So not only can you say, hey, I'm out of toilet paper to the person okay. in the next room, but you bad. can also read their thoughts. So, like, you got a shitty employee in the next room. You're like, I'm just going to go poop in the bathroom stall like three feet away. And you're in there pooping and you're reading their mind and you're just like, yeah. I have an instant question. While you're pooping, can someone read your mind? No, no, no. Okay. Can you so control it's one way it. telepathy. Like, can you turn it off if you need to? Yeah, yeah. So, But it's not like if you're pooping, you have to read the mind? No. Because that would kill you. You're pooping and you're like, okay, I, I got to know what's going on with so-and-so. I got nothing else going on. There's no magazines in here. I'm going to read some people's minds. Yeah. Okay. And so you can focus on somebody and you can read their mind. And now if you don't want to read anybody's mind, then you have to stare down at the toilet paper roll and think nothing. Okay. But you can turn it off. It's not like. Yeah. You can turn it off. There's going to be things that you find out that you don't want to know. That is that is true. Well, they're still gonna you're still gonna run into that situation whether you have the ability like oh God, Greg I didn't want to know about your your underwear diaper fantasy or you'd like want the voices to stop so much that you just quit pooping until your butt exploded. Yeah. No, you yeah. just stare at the toilet paper. Okay, roll. that's, that's fine. The magic. I, I either I, I still I think you're still gonna hear things you don't want to know. Yeah. Oh, you're gonna that's hear fine, things but... you don't want to know, but if you want to shut it off, you just have to stare at the toilet paper roll. Okay. Okay. And it'll turn it off. All right. Now, what happens? Do you have to be on the toilet, or you just have to be pooping? You have to be pooping. So, like, let's say you're out in the you're woods. at a bank, and the bank is getting robbed, mm-hmm. and you're like the only chance. And you realize that it's going to go south and they're going to start shooting people, but you're like, if I read their minds, I'll be able to know their next move. Okay. So you just have to shit your pants. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. No, he's or right. Any, any situation, like, it doesn't have to be a bank robbery. It's like, all of a sudden, you're in a situation where, fuck, I have to use my powers, uh-huh. and uh-huh. I have to do it now. So the government finds out about your powers and is like, well, we want to use you uh, to interrogate uh, the terrorists. Or whatever, you know, you're good. You're going to Guantanamo and you we're going to pay you in uh, lots of money, but also x tons and tons of x and Charmin. Uh, you're going to work Burritos. for five years and you're going to be you're going to have basically no asshole left by the time. You're yeah, because we really need you to work hard here. Yeah. Uh, is it worth it? I don't know. How much money are we talking? All what? of it. I think they'd probably dis- dissect you afterwards. Yeah. To dump your asshole out. Yeah, it might be worth it. Yeah, okay, so we don't want to tell anybody about our superpower. Okay, all right. But at at one point in your life, you're going to go, for the good of everyone around me, I have to shit my pants. Yeah, I think think that's going to happen. Damn, I didn't even think about that I shit my pants all the time without the good of humankind. Imagine if the good of humankind was on the line, I'd be like, I'll step up because I'm probably going to shit my pants either way. Here's what you could do. You could play poker at a retirement home and just wear a diaper, mm-hmm. and nobody would know it was you. Nobody would know the difference. None yeah. the wiser. Yeah, no, I uh, I kind of like this superpower. I don't I don't see a lot other than poopy pants. The pooping pants, but the trade off is enough that I'm giving it a solid five. Yeah, but I already poop my pants, so you know I five. just I I gamble and lose frequently. So I have no problem with the downside of it because I'm probably gonna shit my pants either way. Yeah. So um. I think this is a really good one. So I'm saying five. It's the safe and innocent, and uh, if you were willing to take the chance, you could probably make a career like government. I've, I've, I can read minds, but I have to shit a lot when I do it. I'm also gonna. I think I 
like it better than fast changing clothes. I think I'm going to give this a six. Whoa, that's pretty high. Yeah, considering it, the scale only goes to five. No, it goes to ten. Ten. Oh. Yes! Highest rated superpower! This is, you have the top two highest yeah. rated superpowers. Yeah, shit and telepathy. Shit and telepathy. Shit and telepathy. If, uh, if you have any questions, comments, or thoughts about shitting telepathy, <laughs> please write to us at talker at stinker madness or hit us up on Facebook or Twitter. Sam, what have you brought us on the Apple by Canon Films? Uh, the Apple was made in 1980. The future is 1994. So they did three years better than Escape from New York. Wait, what, what do you mean three years better than Escape? The Escape from New York takes place in 1991. Yeah, when was Escape from New York made? 79. So the gap is wider. Well, no, I'm just saying that they went further into the future. Yeah, yeah, but they're making a stronger prediction, a more ballsier prediction. Yeah, we, really. Yeah, we're going further into the future. Yeah. We, this is like four years in the future. I'll, I didn't write this down, but I'll tell you right now why it's 94. Okay. Because the original script had 84 because it was an homage to Orwell. And uh, ah. Menahem was like, no, that's like four years from now. Hmm. So he kicked it down the road for 14. Gotcha. And it probably wasn't long enough. One of the inaccurate predictions was that Disco would make it to 1994. <laughs> Did not. And all the sparkly costumes. I thought that that happened. It's called a rave. Uh, yeah, okay. yeah, they're more into like neon. And they shit. got glitter and shit. I don't yeah. know. They I've got... never been to one, so I don't. Oh, yeah. It's uh painters' masks and uh, glow sticks. <laughs> Super. The film was made almost directly after Glenn and Globus purchased Canon Films from Friedland and Dewey for a reported Who are sum. Friedland and Dewey, the people that started Canon Films in 1967. Oh, okay, all right. Oh, so they're the they're the ones that uh, saw. Uh, Menahem in uh, Israel, and they were like, oh, yeah, okay. bring him over. Let's, let's get this. Their going. last thing that they did successful was Joe, and then it didn't work out enough. So they sold Canon to Galan and Globus for a reported sum of $500,000. Nice. It's not even the budget of one of the... Actually, that's about the going budget of one of the films. Right, mm. yeah. yeah. For their average film. Menahem took on the directing duties himself. I don't know that it would have done better or worse with a different director... Future Bible disco should do shitty no matter who puts gift wrap on it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It just doesn't seem like it's going to yeah. work. I hope the snake is fantastic. Does it say anything about the snake? What it does say is that because of the complexity of some of the sequences involving the Bible, most of them didn't make it into the film. So it's overly confusing. And then you're like towards the end, like, wait, this is about the Bible. <laughs> so there's no snake. I think there is kind of. <laughs> When you look at the first few films out after the glowing Globus takeover, it seems quite apparent that the Slashers were keeping the thing afloat until the success of the Delta Force. The Slashers, or the constant misreporting of budgets and earnings. <laughs> and who knows if Delta Force even made money, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> they, they shredded all of it, right? Chuck Norris made money. Yeah. The film features a cast of hundreds. You haven't heard of any of them. Other than George S. Clinton, and you only think you've heard of him because you're thinking of George Clinton. <laughs> <laughs> George S. Clinton had a fine career as a composer in the film industry. Catherine Mary Stewart, beyond having top billing in this film, also was the female lead in The Last Starfighter. Oh, if you've yeah. seen that pile of shit. Yeah, she's got the curly hair. She's I like, like uh, The Last Starfighter. The movie sucks. She's like Ali Sheedy, but not. She's shitty Ali Sheedy. I won't veto it if you pick it one day, but I will fucking. La I will. I will harpoon that shit on the podcast. I I'm, I'm ready so for bad. Last Starfighter. Uh, Vladek Shabel 
was the Bond villain in From Russia with Love. He's in this. Joss Ackland was the bad guy in Lethal Weapon 2. He's in this. Oh, the German. Yeah. Allegedly. I have diplomatic community. <laughs> allegedly, the film, this is one of the uh, sequences that didn't make it. The film was supposed to begin with a large musical number that tells the story of creation. Uh, Tiger got loose on set. Two people in a brontosaurus costume almost died of heat stroke. Mm-hmm. The elephants kept getting tied up in the sets and the cameras, as did anyone and everything else. As the set was too small, and it was apparently one of the most dangerous shoots to not have killed anyone. Do you think the music that was playing at that time was... It's not for a couple years. Okay. Well, you never know. You know, maybe the tiger's got his own Delta Force. Abby Lerner did that. Yeah. Yeah. Just anytime Tiger goes, he's like Yor. He's got his own theme song. I'm I'm going into action. I'm going to bite some fucking people in a brontosaurus costume that are dying of heat stroke. (laughs) That's what I would do if I had a theme song. I'd bite people that were heat stroking. Copies of the soundtrack were handed out at the premiere of the film. Those soundtracks were thrown through the movie screen and remain the only copies ever distributed. (laughs) Oh, my Lord. Damn. Uh, The film was originally written as a three-act play. Virtually nothing from the original conception survived the making of the film, with the exception of the biblical theme, which, as I'm reading about it, barely makes it. Yeah. There's a guy named Adam. Yeah. Uh, Most of the extras were from an American high school in Berlin, as the movie was shot almost entirely in Berlin. There are several exteriors, which give away the fact that the film was not made in America, despite the diegetic insistence that it takes place in America. The movie continually tells you that this is America, even though you're in front of a German bank. Any particular location? Uh, The World Bank in Germany, I believe. Oh, Oh, nice. Yeah, Yeah, like one of the... No, 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 no. Where is it supposed to take place in America? California. Yeah. Yeah, definitely America Town, USA, basically. San Dimas. Uh, Keep an eye out for biblical references. Uh, Apparently, they are not as prevalent as one would think, I guess. Hmm. So we have to. So that's our job for this episode is to, to like, try to keep track of how much of the original the script made it Bible. into the movie. Because apparently, after the two of the guys and I didn't write, the writers had rewritten the script several times, uh, abandoned the original seventeen songs that they'd written entirely, mm-hmm. and uh, once they got done reworking it, like however many times, Golan. Reworked it again by himself. Nice. Let's make a prediction of how many actual Bible references are in it. Three. I was going to say five. I was I was going to go with five. Damn it. Uh, I'll take the middle. Four. Okay. Okay. So three, four. So we know one. You're kind of fucked on the whole prices right thing right here. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, dude. You should have went up. You should go high. Well, I know there's one because the guy's name's Adam. Yeah. The movie's name is The Apple, so that's pretty much two right there already. That yeah. could be a computer. It could. Could. We don't know. Or just some fruit that's yeah. being painted. Low-hanging fruit. Low-hanging <laughs> fruit. Yeah. Time flies like an arrow. Fruit flies like a banana. Hey, oh. my mouth. Oh, wait. What? The uh, movie is on Amazon Instant Prime, as I mentioned earlier, so watch it and come back to us on Monday. Also, and get to the chopper. Thank you for listening to Stinker Madness. If this is your first time, we hope you enjoyed it and we'll come back to listen more. But now, we'd like to ask all of our listeners for a small favor. We aren't ranking as high as we'd like, and we need your help. Would you please take just a couple of minutes to rate and review us on your preferred listening platform, be it iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever else you can. It takes many hours each week to bring you this show, and just a couple seconds of your time is a huge help for us. And for those of you that have already done this, we say thank you.